what's the best way to generate new ideas? Hopefully, it won't surprise you to know that it isn't brainstorming, uh, as we touched on in an earlier episode. Having lots of people shouting out ideas over the top of each other may seem exciting, but it doesn't generate the greatest number of useful ideas. A study by Brian Mullen and his colleagues explored what they called productivity loss from brainstorming. This showed that people working together using the traditional rules of brainstorming actually came up with fewer ideas and importantly, fewer useful ideas than the same number of people with the same expertise working alone. That's interesting, isn't it, Denise? So to understand why, we need to step back and realize that ideation, the process of generating useful ideas, has two parts, a divergent phase and a convergent phase. In the divergent phase, we want to generate as many different ideas as possible that might help us solve a particular problem. Then in the convergent phase, we narrow down the number of ideas to develop a smaller set of useful ideas to explore. When we generate ideas on our own, we each tend to diverge in our own way, using our traditional patterns of thinking, John, and happily following our own train of thought. However, when we work as part of a group, we tend to converge because as each person adds a new idea, it focuses us back on the problem, restricting our lateral thoughts. Consequently, groups tend to develop a smaller number of potential solutions and miss out on exploring the wider array of options. A better approach, Denise, is to use the 635 method developed by Bernd Roebuck back in 1968. It was one of the idea generation techniques that was further investigated by Jamie Shah in 1998. The idea is that you start with a clear problem statement and involve six people to each silently write down three ideas on a worksheet within five minutes, hence the 635 name. They then pass the sheet to the person on their right, who then reads the other ideas and uses them to inspire three more ideas of their own. This is done for six rounds, resulting in 108 ideas generated in the 30 minutes. We then remove any duplicates, refine the remaining ideas, and then develop the worthwhile ones. 108 ideas, John, that's awesome. For this method to work well, we need to be crystal clear about the problem statement. The clearer and more specific this can be, the more effective the process will be. Part of this is being super clear about the intended target audience and any constraints such as budgets or time. Um, The six people we select should be knowledgeable about the problem and the target audience. The worksheet we use has the problem statement at the top and then a simple table with three columns across the top for the three ideas and then six rows underneath, allowing each of the participants to write their ideas. You can see an example template on our blog post. A moderator helps facilitate the process and keeps everyone on time. Once all the ideas have been gathered, the sheets can be copied and distributed to all the participants. They then discuss the ideas, sharing what they liked and what they didn't like. 
as a result, they settle on a small number of the ideas to pursue. If necessary, further decision-making techniques could be employed, um, such as placing potential ideas on an impact effort grid to determine which ones will bring the greatest impact with the least effort. What we like about this method is that it allows people to work alone first, thinking independently about the problem. That helps maximise divergent thinking. It allows people to build on each other's ideas in a constructive way. The final ideas are unlikely to look anything like the original ones. And best of all, everyone feels part of the process and then has ownership of the final result. If you're after a way to generate lots of good ideas, we suggest you try this method and then let us know how it went. Um, so please add a comment below, below the blog post and tell us about your experiences, including any tips and further ideas. We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation, so please join in by sharing your thoughts and ideas with us. Thanks, folks, for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. <laughs> Remember to subscribe to our newsletter if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. And if you liked what you heard, please tell your friends so they too can join the conversation. All the best until we meet again. Bye.